0: Everybody and good morning. Welcome to The Weekly Dish. I'm Stephanie Hansen. Hey, good morning. I'm Stephanie March. And we haven't for a while recognized the woman who wrote our theme, The Weekly Dish theme song, our friend Maida. Maida. Who is a local musician. Thank you for doing that. She approached us. I, I want to say it was like eight years ago, maybe nine years ago, and said, I love your show. Can I write a theme song? Yeah. We were like, yes, yes. you can. Please yes. do. Uh, we have Shelly that was holding on the line from our Ask Stephanie portion. So we'll go ahead and take her call. Hi, Shelly. How you doing? Hey, good morning. Love your show, girls. Thanks. Thanks for holding.
1: Yes. What can we help you with? I have a rare opportunity tonight. Um, My girlfriend is newly single and I'm happily married, but we get to go experience Minneapolis tonight. And just wondering if you'd have any tips on foodie fun that maybe isn't as advertised or a great place to get drinks we're thinking of going to the free concert downtown but we're kind of open to so
0: well it's the suburbs a wing
2: woman tonight
0: yeah it's the suburbs the Jayhawks and Soul Asylum playing ah, on the free stage so that's yeah. a must
2: amazing yeah I didn't realize that dang it yes <laughs> Well, that's going to be fun. So yeah. I would say that you could go to um, the North Loop because we were just saying that the North Loop is not getting as much uh, play. as, And there's a lot of great bars down there. You could go to Burrow and get some snacks and maybe go downstairs to Parlor, and, uh, you know, get some great cocktails. That would be kind of fun. Also, yeah. you know, Bunkers is across the street. So if there does have to be some live music, I know some friends went to go see the Hollow Notes cover band there last night. So that might be fun
0: fun yeah um i would say if you're walking on nicolet mall we popped into this place called the devil's advocate that isn't really officially it's open but they're not all concepted yet they're kind of just doing like table bars
2: it's oh. yeah it is it's it's a bar that's kind of coming back and it's so they're just popping up right now
0: so it's a great place if you just want to like grab a drink and then walk around on the nicolet mall with your drink you can do that Yeah, Yeah. and that's kind of fun. And then depending on your level of crowd uh, tolerance, the local... (laughs) the newsroom but I would they're say, all doing a great business
2: yeah i would say they'll get off of that like if you want to experience like go and do the the live stuff but then spread it out a little bit so that because those are going to be packed tonight
0: i'm still going in there yeah. i want to rub elbows with some but if you want to don't want to wait hot philadelphia eagles sweaty fan really <laughs> so,
1: where's the devil's advocate can you give me like some markers do you know the awareness? old massa
2: which is on the side of the target corp across from wcco Oh, so it's the old Massa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's, he's take, and that bar will be there. Like, he's taking over that space. And once Super Bowl is over, he's going to renovate and open Devil's Advocate there. So that's kind of fun.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah. So have fun, Shelly. If you're Thank a tweeter. Thank you so much, ladies. Thanks. thanks. Tweet thanks. us at Stephanie's Dish or at Steph March and let us know where you went. We always love to, when you guys give us feedback, so... Tweet us as much as you can. I do. There is one thing. I'm just going to make a comment on your comment because there was
2: somebody who made a comment on the fact that there's something about Minnesotans that don't want to get into crowded spaces. And I realize I agree with that. But then I just said the opposite with what you said. You were like, yeah, get in there and hang out with the people. I want to be where the people are. I know. And for some reason, I'm like, oh, but you want space. So you need to go (laughs) find some space.
0: (laughs) Which is ironic because all week you've been where the people are and I've been at home. (laughs) I think that's it. <laughs> I think I might be like saturated for that. Yeah, I'm that. like go where the people are. Yeah. Go see the show. Cram in. <laughs> I actually am going to try to convince my husband to do this. Yeah, do it. Um, all right, this is the time of the show oh, yeah. where we do our famous top two in our two. Giving the old one two. One, two. One, two, one two. And now the Number weekly one, dish one, two, presents one, two, one, two. top two, top two, the top two,
2: pick your best two in
0: one, two, our two. two. All
1: right, give all me right. two, winning, winning.
0: All right. It is the top two and hour two. I will lead us off today with these are things that we are obsessed with or interested in or just think are extra special. OK, so I'm going to start out with Kowalski's cauliflower wings. Oh, I saw this recipe and it looks easy and it is where you are going to make. Yeah. Buffalo type wings, but with cauliflower, they're breaded, not breaded, but they're tossed with an almond flour. Yeah. And then you roast them and then you toss them in the buffalo and the butter sauce. Yep. This to me. And, you know, I'm not above eating unhealthy stuff, but I sometimes want just a little something that's not so rich. If you're going to be eating queso and all that other stuff. Totally with you. So I'm very excited about these Kowalski's cauliflower wings. We've posted the recipe on our show page and it will also be on our Facebook page they look delicious and easy cuz oh. there's no frying.
2: Oh gosh, I think that's great. I love cauliflower rings. I would just well, I anything a vehicle for hot sauce. I'm not I kidding. Know, you. Exactly. I know, exactly. Have I realize a thing for hot sauce. Why wouldn't you? And not the fact that I have a gallon of Cry Baby Craig sitting Do you in my have office. as much hot sauce as hats? I think I have more hot sauce right now, <laughs> just right. Only because Crybaby Greg's he brought me these huge gallon jugs of hot sauce. A gallon of of hot sauce, you
0: guys. I'll take one off your hands. I know. Just bring it by.
2: Um, I'm not giving it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so my first um, favorite today, my top two and our two is I have located a source for my beaver can
0: koozie. Oh, like beaver, beaver meaning fur. beaver skin.
2: Beaver fur. It is so. A couple years ago at Northern there's Grade, there's so many things. I know, just I know. Hold on, about what is happening? Hold on. You can make your beaver jokes later. Just let me get through this part. So, a couple years ago at Northern Grade, they had this marvelous. They've had, you know, there was like a guy who was selling, you know, all this sort of like, you know, fur keychains and all this stuff, and and uh, so I bought this can koozie. and it's this beautiful like just like if you want to talk about like a soft and beautiful warm for your hands outside okay a cancuzzi, a fur cancuzzi it is uh it is marvelous and i found it there and i've never been able to find them anywhere else anywhere else and so i found them at that north local market at city center um it, they have a pop-up shop for Stephanie's. And Stephanie's is in St. Paul. Yes. And she said, and I'm Laura Horgan, who is Tom Horgan's wife, who I, you know, I ran into them and she was saying that they are stocking those. They have them. And um I was so excited to find them. So if okay. you wanna have a very stylish can koozie that is better and fur and very elegant then go there and get that the
0: beaver cancuzzi ba- at beaver stephanie's the beaver cancuzzi at stephanie's and stephanie's is on cleveland right
2: yes and they're at the super bowl right now i mean they're at super bowl at live at the north Shop. market yep. and they're selling them there um but they are also on they're across from ford parkway they're in the new building that new building with agriculture in Ford Parkway area? Oh, they've moved. Yeah, they moved. Across the
0: street. Yeah. All right. Yep. So that's at Highland Parkway yep. and Ford. Good. That's your St. this You yep. can tell. Um, okay. What's so second? my second thing is probably, I should be being a little more highbrow than this, but you guys, the Starbucks Blonde Espresso Latte. What
2: is that? I have not tried it. The vanilla latte
0: is delicious. So Starbucks is making a blonde espresso that's a little sweet. What a lot of people do is they get their espresso, and then they put in the big lump of sugar, or in my husband's case, like three lumps of sugar, stir it, and then it's like a sweet shot. Yeah. This Starbucks blonde espresso is a little sweet already, so the idea is you don't need to add any sugar. Huh. And it's the perfect amount of sweet, because I don't love a lot of sweet, and I order, here's my typical Starbucks order, Grande Skim Latte with one pump of vanilla syrup, and please only use the one pump. Okay, that's my order. Oh wow. Because if you get more than one pump of either the sugar-free syrup or the, even the regular syrup, it's too sweet. So the Starbucks Blonde Latte is the perfect amount of sweet. I don't have to order all the extra stuff. I don't have to have a half a pump. It's you, 130 calories and it's amazing. So what is the sweetness in it though? Sugar. Oh, so they're just putting sugar in there. Yeah.
2: Oh, got it. Okay. Vanilla sugar. I didn't know if there was like cuz for me if I want a little something sweeter, I usually get soy milk. So that that has like its natural nuttiness to it and huh. like a little sweetness in the afternoon so that I don't add sugar. But yeah, that, I wouldn't want to do that and that. So that's interesting. I
0: really like it. Good. I'm, gonna, um, well, I'm not a big sweet. I like it. I like it. sort of. I think bite-y. you could just try the espresso, though. It's really good. I'm going to try that. Yeah. And I think people are afraid to order it because they don't know what it is. Yeah. Just give it a try. I loved it. OK,
2: good news. Uh, my second one for this morning is of the top two and our two is. I went to Surly's Ultimate Winter Feast on Wednesday, Fun. which was outside, and it was one of those idyllic and perfect Minnesota nights because, of course, we're all on in the patio area, and the fires are lit, people are eating porchetta, and it starts to snow, just light fluffy flakes, and I was like, just this like is right peak Minnesota! Yes. Is it? I can't see yes, the window. Yes, it's
0: light fluffy flakes right now
2: peak minnesota but i'm not sitting in front of a fire with my choppers and my hat and the whole thing and it was just and your beaver my, can my koozie. beaver can koozie you're a five-year-old and <laughs> <laughs> there was a was there and uh chris urich tim niver all those guys they were there and um they made chris made something called intimpano timpano hand pie or hot pocket and it was basically you know we all love my I mean I love a timpano right it's the rigatoni
0: the the meat the sausage yeah, in
2: in the drum shape on the movie big night that's what he makes right at the very end this big thing he Chris is brilliant he basically took those pasta sheets and sort of made like pasta like raviolis almost and then but he stuffed it with pasta and sausage and little bits of tomato and cheese and just beautiful things and so it was like this sort of pasta stuff inside of a pasta sheet that was then crisply fried. Yum. It was brilliant. It was like a giant fried ravioli pasta. I mean, I couldn't even inside pasta in pasta. And it was just so delicious that I can't stop thinking about it. I had three of them. Oh, I kept going back. Yeah. (laughs) And I thought it was brilliant. So here's my plea. I'm hoping that they get on the menu. I hope Sarge and those guys put it on the menu at Moochies.
0: Yeah, it sounds delicious.
2: I also wanted to just let you guys know that Moochies is selling their pizzas. You know, in the freezer sections at Kowalski's, and you can find Mr. Tim Niver himself today from twelve to four at the Kowalski's on Grand Avenue. He will be sampling pizzas, the Moochies pizzas, talking about the frozen stuff, and kind of being a cool guy, which he
0: is. And go heckle him and tell him that the girls from Weekly Dish sent you because he always likes that. Yes, he's. So uh, good like this that. is a secret little pick that's just going to take one second. I don't even know why I feel like I need to tell you this, but I just want to recognize you, Stephanie March. <laughs> And our friend Allie Kaplan. Oh. And your team at MSP Magazine. Oh, that's so nice. As just someone who's been on my couch watching the Super Bowl antics from your vantage point, as the. Go to Minneapolis Magazine. It's been very fun. Oh, good. So you guys have done a great job. Well, that's all we want to do is entertain. I know. It's been very entertaining and fun. And I feel like I'm taking part in all this stuff, but I don't have to get off my couch. So (laughs) thank you for bringing it to me. We are going to take a break. And when we come back, we will have two gentlemen or one gentleman that is working with another gentleman to have a great event happening this weekend. We'll be right back.
2: Lori, we all have our reasons to live longer, healthier lives. Someday I'll be as fabulous of a glamour as you. To someday get invited back to the red carpet in Hollywood.
0: To get revenge on Jason for publicly shaming us over our drinks with fake Donna Mills.
2: wasn't me. Exactly. We all have our reasons to make heart-healthy choices and live longer. And that's why, once again, MyTalk 1071 invites you to go red and fab for women's heart health. Go to MyTalk1071.com, keyword red, There we've got links to helpful info from the American Heart Association, a calendar of fun heart events taking place this month, and an emotional video featuring a local Twin Cities family impacted by heart disease, the number one killer of both men and women. Go Red and Fab and find ways to live healthier. Use my talk, keyword Red.
0: right. So we have the distinct pleasure every week of talking about Red Cow, which has four locations. They've got 50th, they've got St. Paul, they've got Uptown, and they've got the North Loop. But we also have their sister restaurant, Red Rabbit. Now, Red Cow is kind of your burger-centric, craft beer neighborhood tavern. Red Rabbit is Italian-inspired, also your neighborhood if you're in the North Loop. But it's got a little bit more sophisticated fare, I would say. What I want you to know, though, is for Red Cow, they're going to be having a big party for the big game with $5 ultimate burgers, $2 select tap Minnesota beers and $5 wings. I really, you guys, this is my pleasure to talk about them every week because a, I really appreciate that they support weekly dish. It allows us to talk about all of the other restaurants and the food scene and all the cool things happening in town, but B their food is amazing. When I ask my husband where he wants to go eat every time he says red rabbit at a red cow. And I'm not even kidding. So thank you for sponsoring the show. Make sure you check them out. They've got delicious specials.
2: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for hanging with us this weekend. If you missed any part of our sparkling and intensely important show, of course, of course, you can dial us up on the website and listen to us on the app, My Talk, uh, My Talk 7, oh God, mytalk1071.com, and find uh, the, uh, the podcast. But also, uh, what's the app? It's just the My Talk app, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you can listen to the podcast hour by hour. Yeah, so and you can pick and choose, you know. Maybe you like our front part of it and maybe you want to ditch on the backside. We don't know. Front, oh. back I'm sorry, beaver can currently. Okay, anyway, we have Jorge Guzman on the line. Are you there, Jorge? Yeah, I'm here. Good morning. How are you?
1: (laughs) I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Really good.
2: So we're talking a little bit about, obviously, Super Bowl weekend and the impact. We had talked a little bit about the impact of local restaurants. And I just before we talk about the event you guys are doing, I kind of want to know, you and I had had a talk a couple weeks ago about, like, what is this going to do to the city? What are you hearing from local chefs about what, what having the Super Bowl in town has been like?
1: Uh, it it kind of depends on where you are in the city. I think if you're closer to Nicollet Mall and kind of the hotel areas, you're a little bit busier. But like if you're off the beaten path, you're kind of seeing some stragglers and people that are, you know, searching for good places to, to eat. So that's kind of what I've noticed and kind of what I've heard from other chefs.
2: Yeah, I've kind of been thinking that, you know, I think people are scared to come to the downtown the direct you know, I think they're they're lumping everybody in and then they're worried about parking and they think it's gonna cost you eighty bucks to park everywhere.
1: It th- might. I, I I Ubered to work today. Um, so <laughs> I got I just Go ahead, I'm sorry.
0: Oh there's the meters. I mean there's a lot of meters downtown people that you just pull up. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And so,
2: we're, uh, you know, we're talking about a little bit about what some people were doing um, to sort of spur business and to get people in. Because Super Bowl is usually kind of a slow day for business. It's usually a day that people stay at home on their couches and they don't necessarily go out to restaurants, you know, because there's no TVs. But uh, a lot of people have decided to throw special things because people are in town and there is a festive mood. I mean, the mood is festive. So uh, what are you guys doing? Tell us a little bit about what you got going on.
1: So my buddy John Whipley and I are throwing uh, kind of like a two-day party here at Northern Coffee Works. Yes. Uh, and we are doing a taco takeover tonight from 5.30 to 10.30. We've got a DJ spinning. Uh, probably do like three or four different tacos. We're going to do some special cochinita pibil ribs. And then tomorrow morning, starting at 10 a.m., we'll be smoking about 300 racks of ribs. Um, and it's... Come, whoever wants to come down, grab a rack, grab a beer. Abel Brewery is going to be down here helping us out. Um, And we're hoping this is to catch some of that business that's going to be walking towards the stadium.
2: And you guys are within. So Northern Coffee Works is a great little, it's a newish coffee spot. And you guys are kind of within shot of the stadium. Is that right?
1: Oh, We're like a block and a half. If you look out the back door, you can literally see, you can see the stadium.
2: Oh, my gosh. So, and this is what I think, I think Whitfleet Smoker and the smell of those ribs. I mean, how is that not going to just like, People into your parking lot.
1: <laughs> We're hoping it does. We've got two smokers going. Um, actually, we started this morning at, at seven and we've been smoking all weekend, but tomorrow's going to be the big push for us.
2: Oof, that's going to be excellent. Do you think that there's, um, do you think that, so here's something that, I don't know, did this surprise you that Food and Wine magazine basically put up a post that said if there's one tailgate party to come to this weekend, <laughs> it's yours.
1: I thought that was pretty awesome. I mean, I'm yes, glad like anytime, wine you, wine's going to mention something. Um, I thought it was really cool, and I'm really, I'm really hoping it drives some business towards us and helps people uh, get introduced to Northern Coffee and John and, and myself. And uh, I think all three of us have a lot to offer the city, and I think you're going to see some big things from Northern Coffee Works and John and myself within the next year. So it's a good way to come and see what's going on and and come say hi and hang out, eat some good food, and I mean it's going to be cold, but you know, that's what we do. Yes. It's, it's Embrace it. Right.
2: Right. So now we're calling this the pig and pina party because uh-huh. of course there's pig and then there's also pina, which is of course, we've talked a little bit about the potential that for being something that you might be doing in the future, as far as a restaurant or a taco shop goes, but you know, no pressure.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to leave it at that. It, it could be, it could be pina. It could be something else. You never know. Um, but as for right now, uh, we are calling it pig and pina. Uh, and I do like to make tacos um, and Mexican food. There'll be there'll be a ton of sauces, some moles, some salsas. Um, maybe some things we'll do later in the year. You never know.
2: I
0: think
1: that's you fine. Keep... I have to, I, yeah, I have to be a little cryptic on Yeah, yeah you're you, you keep... <laughs>
0: throwing down, like, these little breadcrumbs, and I'm wanting to engage you, but I'm scared. Well, you shouldn't be scared, but I'm not
1: going to tell everyone the whole story. I mean, I think so, uh, when Gavin came into town, the way he did it was – was awesome he just kind of like like the same thing he laid down little breadcrumbs here and there until all of a sudden the (laughs) restaurant changed names and you're like what the hell like what is this and you know and I I thought that that's a really great tactic uh he did it very smartly so I'm just kind of taking a page out of his book
2: okay I'm going to tell you that that was not good for the rest of us who have to print articles three months (laughs) in advance
1: (laughs) well I I mean I'm just I'm not saying the name's going to switch it might but at the same time the The concept is relatively the same. you know i'm I've been cooking Mexican food in town for I've, seriously for the last five years and and I, if you know me and you follow my Instagram, like that's that's yes. where my heart's at. So. It's true.
2: and I think that that's the big fun is that you know you have this really great. You know the 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 soul from your grandmother and the the cooking in the
0: Yucatan and like bringing all that stuff out into a into a place. We're just excited about it. We're talking to Chef Jorge Guzman, who was the former chef at Surly and is now working on some mysterious new projects as well as <laughs> smoking meat. Right.
2: But the big thing we want to take away from this is that you should go down and you can get a preview of what you know this guy's cooking is all about by going to Northern Coffee Works today on Washington Avenue and get some tacos that are sort of next level tacos. And tomorrow to Join John Whitley, who we've had on uh, with his venison cookbook before, yeah, and he's just a amazing, smoker. I'd he's like... a smoker madman, really.
1: It pretty much is. I think if if anyone's going to smoke meat the right way in the city, it's it's John Whitley.
2: Yeah, and I mean, you two, you two basically buried. Did, is that was that right? You guys buried a pig in the ground one time.
1: Yeah, that was about four months ago. We did a cochinita PBO like yeah. the actual traditional way, and we did it in John's backyard.
2: Yeah, we dug know, a hole, buried a pig. Yeah, we all ate it
1: it was, it was pretty awesome,
2: <laughs> so what time does the festivity start today?
1: uh five thirty today for the taco pop up. The shop is open um you know all day, and we'll we're, we're starting the d j at five thirty and tacos and we'll probably be serving till about ten thirty
2: okay, and then tomorrow it starts at ten a m
1: starts at ten a m and you know what one of the cool things you can do is if you want to just come and buy a rack of ribs to go Ooh. and take them home, you can just pull up in the alley super quick and just grab a rack. It's 35 bucks with a pint of beans and just jet out and go home.
2: This, oh. is, this is new <laughs> intel. This like is that. spectacular new intel.
1: But we're only going to sell racks of ribs to go. So Right. You can't just. You know. yeah. No, and it'll feed like a good three to four people.
2: How much are you charging for that? Thirty five. Thirty five. Okay.
1: Thirty-five for for a whole rack of spare ribs.
2: Awesome. Probably,
1: it's probably about four pounds of meat. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so not, a pretty good deal. Not a bad deal. Okay, well, we will see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for being on Jorge Guzman Northern Coffee Works Pig and Pina Party. Starts tonight,
0: goes tomorrow. We'll see you guys later. All right, thanks. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the weekly dish. We've been talking pretty much all things Super Bowl. We've talked a little bit about wings. We've talked about ribs that you can pick up. Um, Stephanie, could you repeat the name of the coffee shop? Because it's new. Northern Coffee Works. Northern Coffee Works. Yep. I just want to make sure that people get that. Um, if you want to pull up and get a rack of ribs. you it. Do and when Food & Wine calls them out and says that's the Super Bowl tailgate party to be at, they know what they're talking about. These guys throw down some really delicious food. Yes. Um, we've also been talking, if you want to check out the national radio show that we did with Peter Greenberg, it's on today till 1 o'clock. So after we're off the air, you can turn that on or you can always podcast it. Um, to check that out. We talked about Jimmy Fallon. And I would like to talk a little bit about queso. Queso. Are you a queso, queso, queso? I love queso. I, it's hard for me to go.
2: I know it's one of those weird things. Like if there's if there's queso fundido in a restaurant, I want to order that. I want to try like a good cheese and chip dip. Um, but I don't know if I, the Chipotle queso situation sort of was, it didn't matter to me. I don't put queso on my burritos. And so I, I'm okay with that.
0: They say that the chipotle queso has gotten better. Yeah. That they've improved it over time. For me, like, okay, there's queso fundido, which is usually like a, a white cotilla cheese, p- potentially mozzarella. Yeah. cheese, yeah. Yeah. And then it's got um, chorizo in it, usually, or sprinkled on top. That's one, like, queso situation. And then there's, like, the Velveeta, just orange cheese Well, I mean, that's the thing situation. is we should talk
2: about it. Are we just talking cheese dip? Because... When you say queso, that's something other than and when you just say cheese dip. Okay, like so, Culver's, they have cheese dip, <laughs> and you know what? It's real good.
0: <laughs> I have uh, master. I have put seventeen queso recipes on the show page because I believe in filling your arteries with giant chunks of cheese. Yeah. So this is my why I wanted to talk about queso, because it does vary, right? Yes. So if you're gonna go, um, I put a there's a recipe for copycat jar queso. So okay. you know like the Frito or the Tostito cheese jar yes there's a recipe that you can replicate that cheese jar with like evaporated skim milk yeah so you're getting kind of a cheese sauce per se yep then there's the Rotel famous queso which this is what we make at our house and it's I'm not proud it's Velveeta and you a do. can of Rotel tomatoes.
2: I have not bought Velveeta in years, and I'm not. I'm, good. I'm not snobbing out on this, I you guys. I, I'm a little snobbing out on it in that I just don't, I just don't personally that it's too plasticky flavored for me, and I don't like the way it gets that skin. Is there something so that like it doesn't solidify up into a, a weird blobby? A um,
0: fondue pan. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> this is what so we put in our way fondue to do pot is to keep it at a certain yes keep it at a certain hot temperature so that you never have to deal with the skin i i, I know exactly I what mean, you're talking I, about again
2: i'm not i'm not trying to be all snobby about it other than i just it just weirds me out
0: um there is also the chicken queso now this i'm just going to i don't i don't think chicken i'd ever do this chicken queso they make like shredded chicken shredded oh. and pulled chicken and stirred into queso
2: oh that's not even that's just cheese with I mean, these are all, if if, 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 you don't call it chicken queso, call it queso with chicken. Um, I thought they like used a chicken stock and like broke down. No, no.
0: (laughs) Just stirring
2: in shredded chicken. And again, I love cheese and I love cheese sauce.
0: Here's a fundito queso recipe that really looks like a traditional, like you'd get in a uh, Mexican restaurant. So they mix the cheese with some flour because you have to give it a little bit of binder. But then there's a third of a cup of tequila. And the tequila kind of burns off as you're as you're heating up the cheese, but also gives it a little more flavoring.
2: I okay.
0: And then they top it with poblano peppers and you think a that, little cooked chorizo.
2: Do you think that everyone has such success with queso? No, as, because I have to say. I have a hard time, I, I I was just talking with someone the other day about, they were trying to make a mac and cheese, and they were like, but it always breaks, and yeah. basically no, queso is mac time. and cheese, or mac and cheese is queso with noodles in it, you know, yep. but the, he was saying that it's like, do you have to make a roux, do you not make a roux, do you have to, maybe there's ways to do it with just like melting it, and then adding cream, but then a lot of different cheeses have different oil contents, and different weights, and so that's also a factor.
0: Here's a trick. Okay. So, I would love to know. Well, one of the ways you do this is you just mix your cheeses with a, with flour, right? So yeah. you toss your cheeses in flours, and then when you melt it, there's a binder. Yeah. Another trick, and this is the trick, is a lot of recipes have evaporated skim milk. So the evaporated milk gives it that consistency in the binder. I have never heard of that.
2: Oh, evaporated yeah. Evaporated milk. It's in,
0: yeah, I it's mean, in I some of these recipes that I, I posted. Oh, I see it right here. Um, yeah.
2: evaporated milk, corn flour, cornstarch, cheese equals silky, smooth, rich cheese dip sauce.
0: Yep. And it's that,
2: and not, not sweetened, not condensed milk. You guys <laughs> evaporated milk. What is
0: I, evaporated milk? I know, but not everybody like just goes, Oh yeah. Evaporated milk. Okay. Like, there's two types of these milks in the Borden's can. There's the sweetened condensed milk <laughs> that you use to make or in the carnation can. Sorry. Borden's, well, I think, it has it, too. I could be Borden's, too. I wasn't... You, I wasn't. <laughs> the super sweet one is what you use to make, like, a Vietnamese coffee. Yeah. Where it's really thick and syrupy and delicious. Drink it right out of the can. Or the evaporated milk, which is a thickened milk, but it's not sweet.
2: Okay, so in this one, it does say it is known in some countries as unsweetened condensed milk. So it's, like, condensed milk, and then there's like sweet and condensed, sweet and condensed milk. milk so those are the same shelf stable canned milk product with about 60 percent of the water removed from fresh
0: milk which is why it works great Have I mean, you've never used this product to make well, queso not to make queso oh no and it's like a cheese sauce it's not but like that's
2: what i yeah i want a cheese sauce because i want to like i want to make sheet tray nachos and then i want to dribble stuff
0: on the top you need to get this Okay. That's the, that's the I'm shizzle. Try this. It also works. If you're making macaroni and cheese, there's a lot of crock pot macaroni and cheese recipes that call for this same ingredient.
2: This is very, I'm so excited that you actually brought this to my life because this is, I'm going to
0: try this. This is your solution to, s- if you don't want to do Velveeta.
2: Cause I don't want to do Velveeta. Yeah. I I'd, I'd, like, it's just, I want, you know, I also want a white, like cheddar cheese in there. Sure. Like I want to actually, I would go with a Monterey Jack situation more than I would any other cheese. I'm a little bit obsessed with that right now. White cheddar though, yum. I mean, white cheddar's fine. It's just Monterey Jack is a little bit richer to me.
0: So, um this so you've got the recipe that's going to make you the cheesy sauce that okay. you can pour over the nachos or serve in a dip. Okay. Um and it is the evaporated milk. There's a few onion powders, blah blah blah, uh grated cheese, cornstarch, butter, yeah. garlic. Yum. That's going to be a good one. Oh yeah. So, yeah, queso um queso do you order queso like would you order queso in a restaurant
2: i would order like a pajarito queso fundido
0: oh can we just talk about that for while? because it's got the green chorizo
2: in it (sighs) and i would order i order that every time i go to pajarito i can't get out of a mexican restaurant if i know that there's good queso there
0: that's ellie too that pajarito queso dip is life-changing yeah It's white, but then they've got this. It's the
2: Oaxacan cheese, I think. Green
0: chorizo. And green chorizo, they sell it at El Burrito. Green chorizo is just like a sausage that has peppers and cilantros ground up in it. So it's kind of got like green flecks in it. It's not literally green, but it's so delicious. And at Pajarito, it's just so good. Yum.
2: I mean, there's like, you know, there's something about two sitting at a bar. That's the thing. Like, I think I, I want don't, this for lunch. It's hard for me. I know this is going to be, that t- but it's, it's something about sitting at a bar and having a margarita and then starting with queso before I go to tacos or something like that. That's when I would do it. But I wouldn't like I like I said, I'm not going to eat it with my burrito.
0: No, I wouldn't either. Or put it on a taco. Yeah. I um, think that's weird
2: when it goes into things. It should mm-hmm. be a dip, right? Yeah.
0: I think so. <laughs> think it should be a dip <laughs> the science of queso
2: is basically where we are where we are right now
0: because we're just talking about how people don't necessarily know how to make they use the rotel and the Velveeta, which is fine i've i make that but there is a way that you yeah, can make gonna, your own sauce i'm gonna totally try this this milk thing so on the facebook page we've got the copycat jar queso dip which is the one Stephanie's talking about with the evaporated milk that's okay. going to give you the sauce like a nacho We've got the Rotel Famous Queso, which is literally just for those of you that want to microwave something, you're going to get your Velveeta Brick, your Rotel Tomatoes, and you're going to zap it up. Mm -hmm. Your Queso with with Tequila. So again, this is going to use flour and cheese, and you're going to use the tequila to flavor it a little bit and top it with some chorizo. The chicken queso, which not going to make that, but I wanted you to have the option. <laughs> <laughs> is cheese sauce. Just put your chicken on your chips. you're just going to mix your chicken in. I just think that it would
2: get thick and weird. I have a weird... There is a weird gloppiness issue, and I don't have a texture. It's the visual of it when it's the skin and the gloppiness. Okay.
0: It's weird. Then there, I put a fancy Bon Appetit queso recipe up, and here's why I put it up. Because it looks pretty, number one. Yeah. Number two... The queso recipe itself is a good recipe. It uses uh, tomatoes, flour, milk, Monterey Jack cheese, butter. Uh uh-huh. um, But it then they have like a beef mixture, and then and they put glops of things inside their queso. So they're gonna have a glop of guacamole on top of the queso, a glop of sour cream, and then a glop of this ground beef picadillo. Okay. So it looks pretty. But I don't know if I want all that glopped. I don't want your guacamole glopped on my queso. I want my naked chip to be going into my cheese sauce, and I don't want it followed up with your stream of guacamole.
2: Really? No, because for me, the reason I make queso is so that, I, like I said, I can put it on the sheet tray nachos. And so that usually gets the stuff. Like, I want the cheese, because if you melt in cheese onto your layers of chitre nachos, you know, that gets that hard, weird, like you get that crust on the bottom ones. And by the time you get there, it's all solid and weird tasting. I
0: like that part.
2: Do you really see? And I'm not against it as much as I just sort of feel like I wish that there was a more of a cheesy
0: experience than this
2: cold layer of
0: Waxiness. So as you make your sheet tray nachos, are you going to make them with a layer of cheese, but then serve a cheese dip on the side? Or are you just going to go?
2: No, and I will put that layer of cheese in and then I'll put more nachos on top and then do the whole layer again. Yep. And then I will and then I'll put the, that in the oven and melt everything together. And then I will throw a bunch of queso dip on top.
0: That's what restaurants do. And it, that kind of I don't like that. I know that people are very particular it about how it makes it how, soggy. Well, it doesn't if you do it at the very end.
2: You know what I mean? Like, I don't want. To have so much like glopping on it. But I also want to have it around on, you know, on top.
0: And maybe at home it would be okay because like how long are those nachos going to sit right. around? Five minutes before but they're do in agree. my face? Yeah, when you have too much stuff on your nachos. And you get to the bottom and then they're just like a sad little limp chip that yeah. hardly can hold up whatever is on it. Too,
2: many, too much salsa,
0: too much sour cream. Like that wetness is what will hurt your chip situation. Okay, um, by the way, when you eat chips at our house, we are in a don't look at me chip face zone. You're not allowed to look at my face when I'm eating chips. I'm not allowed to look at your face when you're eating chips. You uh, when we eat Quite chips, rigid. no, when we eat chips, like you have to go sit in the corner, I get so grossed out because like people always have like the white stuff in the corners of their mouth or like cheese on their chin. A woman who I know, who is my perhaps my mother-in-law, licks her fingers. She eats like she's eating a taco, like it's the last meal she's ever had in her life. And this is a very elegant eighty-five-year-old woman. We, when we eat tacos with her, no one can look. So we just have like this rule in our family that when these hand hand foods, we'll call them, enter our home, you're not allowed to look at the other people. You look down when you're eating. Okie doke. <laughs>
2: Does this make me weird? A little bit. It's a little bit stringent, and it's also a little judgy. But, you know, that's okay. I'm just saying. You're just saying this is the way I it works for you guys at I don't want to look home. at
0: your gross do salsa you, like, hand them as you're licking it. Are you
2: the only one who feels this, or do they all agree to this? Or is this just your own personal stuff that you hold into your face?
0: Well... There's two rules at our house, and one is we do not look at others when we're eating hand foods. Oh, that's a rule. That's an actual stated rule. And the other one is no chewing gum. So you,
2: there's a stated rule that says, okay, yep. we're eating hand foods, nobody will look looking. at each other. Stop Stop looking. Stop <laughs> communicating. Yes.
0: Okay. And These the, are things and, that and I would like the gum. To know. is the same thing because I can't stand watching people chew gum. These are so you things can't that... be in my car with gum. You can't be in my home with gum. When I fly on a plane, I'm wearing noise canceling headphones simply because I can't hear the lady with the gum behind me. Okay. And that's a break. That's we'll be it. right back. <laughs> we are back. It is the weekly dish. It is Saturday. And I'm Stephanie Hanson. Hey, I'm Stephanie March. And Thanks we are, for joining us. Yeah, my talk one oh seven one. Everything entertainment. <laughs> uh, we have a lot of opportunities. First of all, I want to say hi to Cindy, uh, who I saw last night oh, at the who was fangirling. She was very cute, saying how much she liked the show. Also want to say hi to Chris, very tall Chris, who is an engineer at Cray. And he had a beautiful fur hat on. He is also a fan of the show.
2: Oh, I love it. Yeah. And and when we're out and about, you guys, please say hi. I had a couple people last night who were like, oh my God, I didn't know if I could come talk to you. I'm like, (laughs) why? I am not Shaquille O'Neal. You can absolutely come talk to me and hang out anytime. So we appreciate you guys listening. We love that you tune in. We love that you listen on the podcast days later and send us notes. I think it's great. Yeah. I'm doing my best effort to stop saying, you know, and do you know what I mean?
0: You're doing so good.
2: I think I'm trying I think I'm doing pretty hard pretty good. You are. Am I? Okay, really good. good. I'm trying to be more present. We're all trying to be present so that we're not posting links in the middle of the show. And we're just we want this to be a better experience for everybody. Yes.
0: We and want thank it to be the best it can be. To Red Cow and Red Rabbit for making it happen. I always feel like when you go there too, tell them you heard about it on Weekly Dish. They actually hear that. Yeah. And they appreciate it. They're mm-hmm. a local family. They live here. They're yeah. like, Yeah, some lady came in and she was saying she heard about the Burger that had chive sour cream, white cheddar cheese, and potato chips. And she heard about it on the weekly dish. So I'm like, yes. Yes. goer, Yes. Okay, we're out and about. A lot coming up. So I'm going to be on the Jason Show on Monday, the day after the Super Bowl. And you know what I'm talking about? Hmm. Places to eat healthy food. Oh, what? <laughs> Why are we doing that? Well, because we're going to be ready. After like that, we are going to be ready for a little bit of a cleansing experience. So yeah, that's I'm true. I'm going to be covering that. Then we are going to be live at Max's. In St. Louis Park on the 10th, which is next Saturday. And
2: we will talk some Valentine's Day stuff next week, you guys, because I know that that has been, trust me, all of the restaurants and people have been sending emails and menus and I, we haven't had a chance. We don't
0: have the bandwidth to talk about it. So we'll talk
2: about it next week. Yep. And Max's you <laughs> guys
0: has the most amazing chocolate selection. It's outstanding. And jewelry. I'm so, so excited to be there. Me too. I will So
2: absolutely not be eating healthy that day because I will be eating all the chocolate
0: and they'll have tons of samples. Yeah. When she does a live broadcast, she has tons of samples. So come, you can, you can watch the show. You can talk to us. We'll be there. Then the week after that mm-hmm. fit fest
2: Yes, we have FitFest, which is perfectly timed as well. And Mm -hmm. that is going to be a lot of fun. And we've done that show now for three years. This will be our third year there, I think.
0: It's a Minneapolis-Sam Hall Magazine event. You can get
2: tickets. I love FitFest. And this is just not because it is our, you know, (laughs) our magazine. But I'm telling you that I think having a moment Of understanding different forms of fitness and being able to sample a class of, you know, bar. This is my goal is I'm going to try bar this year because my Emily always loves bar. I like it. And I feel like I never get to it. I've never tried it. So I want to go try it. Yeah, you should. And that's what FitFest is all about. Sampling different classes so that you know what you can commit to before you plunk down the big money. Yeah. Because I've done that. I actually have a $200 membership somewhere that I haven't gone back to because I'm just I got to get... I got to get back into it.
0: It happens to everyone. I know. Um, When I look at my visa statement at the end of the year, the largest chunk of spending is food. Yes. Alcohol. Yep. And fitness. Yeah. So maybe if I ate a little less food, (laughs) I could spend a little less (laughs) on fitness. Yeah, you're right. A little bit (laughs) less expenditures all around would probably balance your life. (laughs) It's two thirds of the pie chart. It is hilarious. In fact, when I get my recap at the end of the year, I should take a picture of it and send it to you. It is hilarious.
2: That's fun. You know.
0: Um, Okay, so other things on March 24th, which I know you're planning ahead, but the Women's Expo, the Twin Cities Women's Expo has been purchased by new people. They're injecting some new life into it and we're going to actually be doing a live broadcast there too. So that's going to be fun at the convention center.
2: I should put that down. I guess. I mean, I think that'll be excellent. I think it's so fun. I think. And when you guys are, you know, when we're out and about broadcasting, if you can come and say hi and sit in the audience or just kind of, you know, pass by. It's kind of it's awesome.
0: Say hi. We are always appreciative and looking forward to meeting you.
2: So there are a lot of things going on this weekend still. Um, You know, besides if you are super bowling, like we said, if you can get out And join up with people and sort of, you know, have the fun. There's a lot of the breweries are doing stuff. And, and uh, in fact, it's the pupper bowl. It's the pupper bowl out at Browhouse Brew Labs today. And they have just relaunched their whole uh, brewery, their tap room, which is, Really cool looking. They did a they nice, relaunched it. Well, they did a redesign. Okay, and so they pulled out that. the stage. They added more tables. They're adding table service, so you don't have to wait up at the bar for the whole thing. But they've yeah. also redone the bar It's colorful. It's beautiful. It's a wonderful expression. Um, they are having the Puppo Bowl today, so there are dogs are welcome, and there will be plenty cute. of cute little things there for if you want to go check that out. Um, I think that's kind of fun, and I would go and do that. There's also, you know. A lot of, um, besides stuff on the mall, there's a lot of like local restaurants doing things for Super Bowl. Of course, the 10-course Super Duper Brunch at Travail.
0: Oh, that'll be great. I mean,
2: don't you want to go have a Monte Cristo and pho, profiteroles, bottomless mimosa? Yes. All that kind of stuff. $87 at uh, Travail. You can make your reservations. They're doing it today and tomorrow. Um, also, and we were talking about this on the side uh, that there is a place called Costa Blanca. Yes, and you were saying that. I was just saying that I don't talk about it enough, and I think it's a really fun, real, just a kind of a cool little tapas bar from Hector Ruiz. He's doing uh, an event tomorrow. Sixty seventy five dollars touchdowns tapas and tequila.
0: Basically, oh, that sounds really fun. I love that place. Yeah, super very cute, undersung. very Yeah, we it's in talk Northeast.
2: It yeah, maybe we should go and have a dinner and then come and then mm-hmm. have him on because it's just kind of fun. And of course, Alberto Mercado. They're doing football tailgating fiesta. I mean, they are they've are. they got weird. ice bars. Oh, God. This is your source for salsas, obviously, for the big game and all that kind of stuff. And they've got... 25 yeah. kinds. I mean, tacos, elotes, DJ music. hakitos that you just pop in
0: your oven if you're doing something at home with the Tamales. family.
2: So many good things. They are open until 2 a.m. Tomorrow. Yeah. I don't know. Are people going to be out partying late? The news is I left a party last night around 2 o'clock. And the news is some... People were going to find another band to dance at. Yeah, it's and open till four a.m. Some places aren't. They were shocked; they couldn't find stuff. Oh, I know. There it is, kids. So good luck with the big game. If you want, the last one to point out is Susie Bowl because, of course, they have unlimited pizza bar and three-dollar Coors Lights. If you're mm-hmm. looking for a
0: little down-home fun, hope everybody survives this weekend. We'll see you next week. Ciao, ciao.